Welcome in everybody back to another episode of Dump. That's true as always. I'm your host with the most Truman the Steam Machine Steam. And I am joined by the beast with the least, Owen Domination 7 Dom. Owen, how's your Monday been going? It's been good. You just called yourself uh, Truman Steam. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But uh... So the girls called me in high school. Steamy. <laughs> but yeah, my Monday's been pretty good. Uh, work was fine. Got a drink with my boys. Got a fucking sick haircut, to be honest. Like, you know... It's not bad. Not to hide myself up. It's, it's a like, fine haircut. It's, it's a pretty fucking nice haircut. You're not the beast with the least expensive haircut, for sure. I don't know. That's true. I, I do pay... I do pay some money. You gotta shout them out. You gotta shout them out. Where are you getting your haircut? It's actually uh, a place... It's a beauty lounge, because I'm, you know, I'm a white boy. So, obviously, yeah. I get my haircut at a salon. Of course. So, shout out to Little Dicky. But her name is Tabitha, oh. and she works at a place called Bewitching Beauty, believe it or not. How hard is it to get booked in with her? I need a haircut. Uh, not, not too hard, but they do book out. Uh, I book my haircuts, like, after I get my one haircut, I book my next haircut, like, five weeks in a Oh, my God. Just because she is, like, getting fucking slammed right now. Because mm. she, she does some fucking good work. She'll be able to probably fit you in at a time slot, though. Fair enough. But uh, she has a good job. She's really good at uh, white people haircuts. Because uh, we don't have to go to a barbershop because we don't have to get the hair and beard combo. I wouldn't recommend going to a beauty salon if you're getting the, the beard trim, obviously. So Fair enough. Go to like a barber. People who call themselves barbers you yeah. know, tend, tend to be men who can cut beards. I used to go to a barber. No, I don't. Yeah, so if you're, a, if you're a man and you also need a beard trim, you need to be going to a barber. But I d- can't grow a beard, so I go to a salon. And the lady that cuts my hair cut Matt Beasley's hair, who's a professional soccer player. So, me and you are like that in the, in the same regard is that we cannot grow beards. Yeah, so we don't, well, we don't, we don't need to go to barbers. We can go to salons. I'm getting there. I, you know, I'm noticing the facial hair is coming in a little faster nowadays. So maybe one of these days we'll eventually be able to grow a beard. Uh, but today is not that day. Yeah, so you can go, you can go to my lady. She's good. I'll hit you up. Too yeah. Sure. All right. I'll send you her. I'll, you can literally just text her. I have her phone number. Like, that's how I schedule my stuff. It's just literally over text. So I'm just going to send you her phone number. We'll see. I don't know, because I need a haircut. I'd like to have a haircut by Friday, but I don't want to go to fucking Supercuts, so we'll see. She might have a time. If you hit her up today. I'm not going to text your haircut lady at 10 o'clock at night. You might as well. Salon artist. That's not. Cosmetologist. Hairstylist. She's good, man. I'm telling you, she's great. All right. She's my scissor lady. All right, let's relax on that terminology. All right, on that note, uh, welcome everybody into Dom That's True. We're talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking Chiefs. We're talking Olympics. We're talking... Ah. What else are we talking? Conference realignment. Oh, shit. And Joe's in here to yell in the background. That's true. We uh, included Joe this time just for comedic effect. I'm just it. looking thick on the bed. And to give us a good top five... Which is summer Olympic sports, but let's get into it. Owen, I want to start off with my first question here. Yeah. Um, let's start in a place where I don't think we've ever started before, for sure, and we barely ever talk about it. Let's talk college football. Uh, obviously, much, you're right. Officially, Texas and Oklahoma have shocked the college football world today as they announced that they are not going to renew their uh, TV contracts in 2025. Yep. For the Big 12. And they could be leaving as early as, like, next year, is what my boss was saying. Really? As early as next year? I thought it was... I thought just... Or as early as, like, the next next year. Like, not 
2022, but 2023 they could get out by. Really? Huh. I thought they were, th- I thought they were through contract through 2025. So they are through the contract through 2025, but if the Big 12 folds, then they don't have to. But they could they could buy their way out of it, essentially. Oh, sure. At like $75 million a team, they'd have to pay everybody else <laughs> if they left. But if the Big 12 folded, they would not have to pay that money. So Oklahoma and Texas, obviously, would probably make the Big 12 fold. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Uh, so, as for, uh, I guess, here's, here's something that I saw today, where, so conference realignment is that teams are going to get added to conferences. Right. That's what I would tell you, is that, is that teams from the Big 12, we don't know the exact number right now, but some teams from the Big 12 are going to get added into the rest of the conferences. Yep. Right. Oklahoma and Texas are going to go to the SEC. Probably. That's fine. And so, if, if they're not in the Big Twelve, they'll be in the SEC. They're not going to any other conference, right? And I saw this as the best conference, as the best scenario. Is basically all four, all of the four remaining college conferences, because you assume the Big Twelve will fold. Because assuming the Big Twelve is going to die, it probably will fold. But assuming that the Big Twelve dies, the remaining four college conferences, if they just absorbed all of the Big Twelve, if everybody absorbs them all, would each have sixteen teams at that moment. So if the SEC would add Oklahoma and Texas, boom, you could have an East, a West, a North, and a South all at four different teams, like like NFL. The ACC would take West Virginia and Notre Dame, which Notre Dame has been dipping their toes in the ACC for a long time. That's true. They 100%. played like I think during COVID they just joined the ACC for the year. Yeah, they did. And they played the, the ACC for basketball. Notre Dame is essentially part of the ACC, but they try to remain. Notre Dame has probably needed a conference more than any other team for. I, the thing about Notre Dame is that it hasn't been like it hasn't been smart for them to join a conference. It's been smart for Notre Dame to be an independent up until now. Yeah, they make a lot. Of, they make a lot of money that way, but it hasn't. They're like a top five revenue school. Yeah, from being an independent, so right. like it hasn't been it hasn't made sense for them to join a power five. Yeah. But if it's going to be a power four, then it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense for them to join the ACC, especially right now when all the ACC schools are weak as shit. So Notre Dame women's basketball, top five in the country. Yeah. Notre Dame men's football, uh, arguably top ten. They always get ranked up there, but they never deserve it. Right. But now they can prove themselves that they can. Yeah. Notre Dame men's basketball, I think they actually made the tournament this year, but normally not too good. But joining a conference would probably be good for them. Normally fine enough, yeah. And the ACC was so shit, uh, Roy Williams with North Carolina missed the tournament for the first time ever. Yeah. Yep. Now is literally the perfect time for North Carolina, for uh, Coach K. Notre Dame. Coach K retiring next year. Yeah. One more year for Coach K. Perfect time for Notre Dame to join the ACC. A good time. And West Virginia just makes sense. West Virginia should already be in the ACC, yeah. if we're being honest. They get to continue their rivalry with Pitt. And everything else going on in there. Eat shit pit. Yes, eat shit pit for sure. Um, the big tw- in this scenario, the Big Ten would take Kansas and Iowa State, which is a so. Kansas fan's dream, by the way. Kansas has convinced themselves that because of their college basketball prowess, which nobody gives a shit about, that Kansas will get added into a a, a power conference because they think that their basketball will carry that. You know. Again, you could talk to Gonzaga about that, but, you know. Wait, Truman, isn't there a team called Georgetown that also only plays basketball and 
Oh, they're not in a power five? Right. Oh, yeah. St. John's? Oh. Yeah. oh, not a power five. Yeah. Gonzaga's really your best because I think Gonzaga actually plays football. But really? they're just about as good as KU's football team as well. So, but KU does bring in a lot of revenue for football. I mean, for basketball. They're like a number four or five in the Big 12 in total revenue or whatever. Sure, is, but, but do you know the uh, the total revenue for, uh, quote, mediocre K-State football? Is it more or less than KU basketball? Uh, it's right around the same number, I think. It's uh, $20 million less than, quote, mediocre K-State football. $20 million less. KU basketball a, is $20 million less? A, tw- a top four basketball program in KU. KU's number four. Allegedly top four. K-State's, they sure think they're top four. K-State's number 29 in football revenue. $20 million more than KU basketball. Huh. You'll never believe if K-State basketball makes more money than KU football. Yes. So, yes. So, KU's convinced themselves they're getting out to a conference. KU and Iowa State would be that, that scenario. Iowa State kind of makes sense because they're... Uh, they're already in Big Ten territory. Yeah, they're already in Big Ten territory, and they obviously have rivalries with Iowa... And so, things like that. Uh, and, like, Nebraska. So, they could get added in fairly seamlessly. And then you look at... Uh, then you turn your your eyes to the Pac-10. To the Pac-12. Okie State. Which would be Oklahoma State, K-State, Texas Tech. And in this scenario, which I don't think is going to work, Baylor. Because I... Th- but I, mean, I think... If I, I think, think about it, in this scenario, they didn't have TCU going anywhere. And TCU is going to go somewhere before Baylor does. Because not only has the Pac-12 said that they do not want to add a religious school, which, of course, Baylor is, I think, Kirsch is Baptist. Uh, yes, Baylor is a religious school. Yeah, but I think they're Baptist, right? I, I They're they're not... Yeah, they're, I think they're Baptist. Right. And Pac-12 has said they don't want to add a religious school. Texas, TCU is technically not like a Christian school. They're moving away from it, sort of. I know, obviously, Tex, Texas Christian University, but legitimately, it's not like a big actual religious affiliation like like Baylor is a religious Baylor is religious yeah but if you go and look at Baylor nobody wants to add Baylor because of all the scandals yeah and even if you've moved past it even if blah 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 has happened it does not matter you guys were literally murdering people nobody wants you nobody cares what you've done to clean yourself of it you still murdered people nobody wants you that being said, so you have, so I think in my eyes, I think you go Oklahoma State, K-State, Tech, Tech, and TCU. I don't think you add TCU. I think you just add those three, and you clump Colorado, Tech, K-State, Okie State. You gotta, cl- you gotta, into clean, the, you gotta get a, you gotta get a clear. I'm pretty sure. They're I'm, at 12 right now. You want to round them out to 16. So you need to add. Wait, four. I thought they had 13. No, they've got 12. You would have to add four to get to 16. They are actually the Pac-12 right now, mm. which is crazy because the Big Ten and the SEC both have 14, and I think the ACC, too, all have 14. The ACC, I, I thought the ACC had a complete 16. No, they don't have 16 yet. Mm. So, in that scenario, obviously, so... But, and this is all assuming that the Big 12 doesn't do what they should have done a billion years ago and add SMU and Cincy and Houston. Here's the issue. Is that if Oklahoma and Texas leave, and you're a t- and you as a league go and add Cincy, SMU, SMU, Houston, and let's for funsies throw in Memphis, that does not replace OU in in Texas. Sure, and people would know that the Big Twelve would become Big 12's 
not as big of a joke as the Pac-12 right now. But or it's the not. ACC is still a fucking joke. ACC football is a joke, besides Clemson, of course. Of course. But the Pac-12 is just a joke in general because Oregon was good for a long time, and now they're a joke as well. Yeah, they're trash. So, what I'll say there is the Pac-12, and and if you look at I am also if you look at media markets, if K State were to go into it, the, as far as like TV ratings go, which don't matter nearly as much now. But as far as, like, revenue and TV streams go, I think in the Pac-12, K-State would be, like, number three yeah. for football. It was insane. Yeah, K-State would be top half. 100%. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense for the team, for a division, for a conference like the Pac-12 to think about K-State. Legitimately. It does. Because K-State slots in a lot better than a lot of Pac-12 schools. Yeah. And the Pac-12 doesn't have big academic requirements like the Big Ten they say or whatever that K-State allegedly can't meet because they How don't the have a med school. Or... K-State is like a top five academic sports school. Like vet met, yeah. Like every time, because when you go five and seven and they have to have five and seven bowl teams, it's all off, off of academics at that point. K-State's always number one that could be a five and seven team that makes it. Which yeah, is five wins and losses, yeah. Yeah. K-State is always number one because our teams are always have the most academic players yep. every time but it's always it's but at the same time academic football is not really what the big Ten's about the big Ten's actually just about academics academics and technically ku does have a good med school and apparently that's big in the big 10 but the thing is about all this stuff is for conference realignment a lot of these conferences are gonna have to loosen some of those requirements that they've got like pac-12 might have to let in a religious school they don't want to but they might have to and the Big Ten has these high academic standards. Those aren't going to last if you have to add KU and Iowa State. Iowa State's a dog shit academic school. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and but the thing for me, though, is that for the Big Ten, they're a football conference. Yeah. And for KU's hopes, you know, they're hoping they're getting carried by their basketball. They're not a bad basketball conference, though. They're not a but bad KU basketball would go from conference. a bad basketball conference to another bad basketball conference, honestly. One that they dominate to one that they can also dominate. I, I don't think KU dominates the Big Ten in basketball. Maybe not because of Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Illinois. Ain't no way they get dubs every year. Yeah, maybe not. You know what they do? They go to battle Rutgers for last place in football. That's what happens. That's and they lose to Rutgers. They lose out to Rutgers is what happens. Yeah, but they might honestly have better competition. They might have teams they can actually beat in the Big 12. That's the, the craziest 10? part. Yeah, the Big Ten, yeah. Who? Rutgers. You think they can beat Rutgers? I think they could I, I maybe w- knock off Nebraska on a bad day. I think they could maybe beat... <laughs> I got to think of other teams in the Big... Maryland? No. That's the ACC. Maryland beats Texas every year. They're not losing to KU. KU would do better in the Big Ten, Big Ten football... They would have more wins, I'll say. They'd also have more losses because they have more games to play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you the don't only, play Listen, team, Truman, no. the only thing that matters for me is that KU and K-State keep a game every year. They won't. That's the only thing that matters. KU, KU is on this weird... They're always on the weird high horse where they do not give a shit about whatever rivalry is actually most important to them. So, when Mizzou left for the SEC, KU went, no, why do we care? We don't care about Mizzou. We don't really care about playing Mizzou. Our big rivals are Kentucky and 
Duke in North Carolina. Those are the only ones that we really care about. And the funniest part is that those three schools don't give a shit about Kansas. That's the funniest part. Is that And then they'll say they don't give a shit about Mizzou. And when conference realignment comes, they will say that they don't give a shit about K-State. But in at the end of the day, they need teams like K-State that they can claim as a rival and actually be able to beat. Because if they claim Kate, like Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina are their rivals, they get smacked by them every single every single year. And it's just and it's always like that. <laughs> so that's what I have to say about KU. And their weird high horse that they're on, but I don't know. That's what I've got to say. You know, and I hate to say it, but if KU has the opportunity to not play K-State every year in football, they're 100% going to take it. Cause Absolutely. Because they, they need to carry the all-time record forever. Oh, my god. They gosh. need to carry their wins from 1912 up until now. Yeah. That's the craziest part is they'll say, oh, K- it's like you'll say K- KU fans bring up the all-time record, and they say, oh, KU- K-State fans just saying recent, having recency bias. It's like, bro, recency bias means that if we started counting in 1970, my guy. So when when pro- if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen K State have a better winning record. You have to KU. be 65 years old we to ru- see K KU win more football games. We run the math every year, and it's incredibly sad for KU fans. And like in the last like 25 years, KU's won like four times. It's ridiculous. Like again, since we've been since we've been born, KU's won like three times. Yeah, and a lot of those like. Over half of those were during the Ron Prince era. So, I don't know. That being said, best conference alignment, K-State Pac-12, I think, right? I mean, if if we were going to get realigned, K-State would slot best in the Pac-12. Yeah. Because we'd, be, we'd still beat up on teams in basketball. We wouldn't be bottom of the conference in basketball. We'd be mid-tier in basketball. Every year. Be, every year. We'd be top-tier in football. We'd be top five every year in football. Yeah. And that's crazy. And then you could... And people are saying, well, without the Big 12, you can't recruit Texas, which is true. But with the Pac-12, you can recruit California, and it's just as good. Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith, I think Trevor Lawrence might have even been a California kid. And he might have been a Florida kid. He was weird. Anyway, anyway, the big, uh, a lot of, a the lot big of kids three, come from California. The big four are Georgia, Florida, Texas, California. Yeah. Those are the big four for football players. Georgia, Florida, Texas. you got to have access to one of those. ACC generally gets Georgia. K-State has some weird Georgia pipeline that we've been pulling kids out of. For basketball, we have some weird Tampa pipeline because of Barry Brown. Yeah. And then we've recruited OK in Texas, not really, but mainly Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But if K-State could tap into the California market, whoo, <laughs> that'd be nuts. Absolutely. That'd be nuts. And because they could recruit being the best school, one of the best schools in the Pac-12. <laughs> they could recruit, like, Oregon recruits. That's where Oregon gets all those flashy recruits, is California, by the way. Yeah. All right. K-State would need to improve our uniform game, though, to get kids with Cali. Dude, and if we go to the Pac-12, we'd absolutely improve our uniform game. Do you think we'd get a Nike? I think we would, not only would we get, I think we already have Nike, by the way. But also... Lavender jerseys is what I'm talking about. Oh, oh my lavender God. football jerseys. A lavender football. The jersey. best part about lavender about the lavender jerseys is that it pisses everybody else off. Everyone's like, these look terrible. And K State fans are like, yes. yo, fucking yes. give me more. K State right. fans buy the shit out of lavender jerseys. That being said, we need to move on to uh, the Chiefs. We've got we'll have a big Chiefs special coming up. Whenever preseason starts, we'll probably take everybody's Chief take, Chiefs takes, and rate them. Hundred percent. And answer them. 
Until that moment, though, we're going to go biggest storylines going into training camp. One. It's got to be Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Frank Clark is going to be there. Frank Clark is reporting with everybody else. They're going to have him practice just like normal. Because he hasn't been suspended by the league. And sometimes it doesn't matter. What did he do? He was the one who got caught with Uzis in his car in California. Yeah, right. So that might just be whatever. So we'll see how that goes. America, get out. (laughs) All right. Well, a weird weird stance from Joe over there. All right. Um, California isn't exactly America. <laughs> all right, even weirder. They want what, what? All right, guys. What are we going? What are we doing here, guys? Um, that being said, We're discussing the geopolitical climate of America. <laughs> that is what the podcast is for. Uh, although we always kind of touch on it a little bit. So Frank Clark, obviously, that's the biggest storyline. One hundred percent. Not even close. And a secondary storyline. We can talk a couple secondary storylines. McCole Hardman. Yeah, I think I think most pressure out of anybody at, at camp. Technically, I guess he's Count Frank Clark because of whatever's going on with the law. Yeah, oh yeah. It's but number two, Nicole Hardman. Yep. Absolutely has the most pressure on him going into camp, and it's not even close. Um, I'll I'll say number three is Alex Okafor on a contract year. Nope. He's signing a one-year contract. Number three is any of the cornerbacks. Yeah, I the guess Charvarius Ward, yeah. Charvarius Ward probably is the most. Legereus Sneed. Rashad Fenton, all those guys, they all have to produce. They didn't sign the cornerback during the during the offseason. I mean, you have DeAndre Baker. I think that's an interesting. Everybody kind of sleeps good. on that. He was a first-round pick, what, in 2018? And he's just had a couple in- injuries. And this is the Brett Veach way, man. He goes and gets these random-ass guys off the, off the crap heap because they've had injury problems in their first three years, and then they completely turn it around. Yeah, uh, actually, no, I, I think we got to do number two as a uh, – Terran Matthew contract situation. Well, then the pressure's on Brett Beach. No pressure on Tyron Matthew there. Yeah, I mean, he's chilling. I, I think, I like I said earlier on last podcast, I think we're just doing a Chris Jones to yeah. Tyron Matthew. And if he does even decently, we'll just sign him. Yeah, I, I think they'll franchise tag him or whatever, and then they'll sign him eventually. I, I mean, the Chiefs have proven that just by signing Chris Jones to a, a very large deal like we did, that they value contract players. Yep. They value players that have stood, stayed with us. I mean, they, they gave Rashad Fenton a chance. They, they signed him to a second contract, right? Uh, another one-year a, a contract, smaller, right? A smaller one, yeah. Sure, he's, back. Sm- he's back. A smaller contract, but the Chiefs have shown that they value players that they draft. And and this was a huge talking point last year. Is If the Chiefs yeah. don't sign Chris Jones, yeah. then they show that they don't value players that they draft. Yeah. But because they did, now players are like, oh shit, if I get drafted by the Chiefs I'm getting and I play well, one. I'll get a second contract. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, boys, should I go to KFC right now? Get Absolutely. the fucking chicken sandwich from KFC. You shouldn't drive there, though, if you've been drinking, to be fair. Um, but yeah, the chicken sandwich at KFC is incredible. Oh, yeah. so good. And the fries, sneaky good. Is what I'll say. Yeah, sneaky good. I agree with that. And then mac and cheese, then mashed potatoes. I would put mac. I would put the taters over mac and cheese. Really? Personally. I don't know. I even. We'll rank them even. Whichever one of those you want. You can get the box. I think you get three sides with the box. Yeah, it's three sides with the box. Yeah, and then you, you get, get fries, fries, mashed mac potatoes, cheese, mac and, and cheese. cheese. Absolutely. Chicken tendies from KFC didn't match the hype. The, well, the, there was hype. Well, why would you get the chicken tendies from uh, KFC? That, no, don't drive. Oh, drive you goon. Unless you haven't actually been drinking that much. Then you're fine. But be careful. Be safe. If you're drunk, don't drive. Um, 
Okay. Chiefs, Frank Clark. Yep. Frank Clark's number one. Number two, either McCole Hardman to the cornerbacks. Number three, you Tyron have Matthew. Tyron Matthew situation. How number four? I guess Mahomes did have surgery on his foot, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. But I allegedly, mean, it was he, just turf toe, and he, he got, got a super heel. beefed up O line. He probably doesn't even need to do that much. Yeah, and, and number five will be the big story of how the O line meshes together. I think that'll be very interesting to see. Well, Kilgore because retired. We we need a new center. Who? Daniel Kilgore, the guy we signed for the season to back up whoever got injured. I think Ryder got injured. Did he? Well, no. I mean, we've we, we've got the guy we drafted. Oh, yeah, from, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and then we have another guy who we signed. Right. To back him up. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, we're good. Obviously, Joe Thune, a big one. Oh, he's huge. And, you know, keep your eyes on this. I think Mitch Schwartz comes back. What about, I mean, I think people are kind of sleeping on Lucas Niang, dude. I know. Lucas Niang should step up on that right tackle spot. But I'm telling you... He's a beast at TCU. A beast. Nobody signed Mitchell Schwartz. Mitchell Schwartz, if he wants to, is going to play football next year. If he plays football, he's playing for the Chiefs. Is he? There's no way he signs anywhere else. Uh, he might, uh, Cleveland? Maybe. It, it, maybe it's us or Cleveland. That's it. I don't know, man. Cleveland's already got a super solid alignment. He's got a lot of roots here. And he apparently has been like mentoring a lot of the young guys for K-State. I mean, for, K- for Chiefs. Yeah, I mean... He he uh he he took Kyle Long out to dinner, like right when he got here. Yeah, and he's been helping a lot of the rookies. Something to keep your eyes on is Mitch Schwartz. I think he's Chiefs through and through. I know. he is something to keep your eye on. Uh, if he signs anywhere, he signs for Chiefs of Cleveland. Chiefs, you got any more? You got any more uh, Chiefs storylines? Uh, Byron Pringle taking his next step. I mean, K State fans will say it, um, <clears throat> but if he wants another contract, he's gonna have to produce this year. Yeah. Somebody has to step in that number two slot. It's either going to be McCole Hardman, Byron Pringle, or Demarcus Robinson. It ain't going to be Demarcus Robinson. We hate... Fuck Demarcus Robinson on this podcast. We hate Demarcus <laughs> Robinson. I'll say it. Right? I can't say I hate him because he's like a nice guy. But I would rather see Byron Pringle than Demarcus Robinson. Fuck Demarcus Robinson. Somebody said that. Somebody said that. He's like, you guys really don't like Demarcus Robinson, do you? I think Evan... One of our one of our loyal listeners said that. And I said, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> He fucking keeps dropping the fucking ball. Legitimately. Actual. Actually. Actually dropping Actual the ball. Actual casual. Actual not Which casual. Which is the worst because he... It, and the, the worst part about that is he has some, like, incredible Chiefs highlight catches. Yeah. Like, if you went... Especially in the 2020 season. That catch against the Raiders. Like, that's a top five Chiefs catch for the year. <laughs> and it didn't matter. Well, it did matter, but... Uh, we won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, but, I mean, that was the weird game where we played the Raiders. We scored four touchdowns in the in, in the second quarter and no touchdowns any other quarter, and we won 28-17. Weirdest game of the year. Yeah, it was a weird game. Um, yeah, I think that about does it. Um, let's move on. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. We uh, I'm pretty drunk. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not drunk, but I'm I'm feeling good. You know, yeah, so we need to keep it moving. Good. Health week in review. How's your health week going? Not the super best, but not the worst. But not the worst. I mean, I still worked out uh, three times, so nothing, nothing too insane. Went to the lake. Mm-hmm. Oh, really, yeah. I just kind of focused on like if I like went and ate out, 
to just not put too many more calories in my body. I try to keep it like under a thousand. If I go out eat eat out, I try to keep it under a thousand calories essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canes is a bad move. I had I had barbecue for lunch. Oh god, you went yeah, Joe over there went doubled up <laughs> Joe barbecue doubled up. and then canes. That's a that's a that's a thirteen hundred slam dunk by a fourteen hundred. Literally I got I had Chipotle today. And I was like, yep, peanut butter, Nutella, sandwich for dinner. Not yeah. eating anything else. I'm good. And you drank four beers. Yeah. Which exactly. isn't terrible, but man, wheat beers, I mean, that's probably 150 a beer. It's just... It's is probably, it? You're probably about 160. Let me see. Let me see. It doesn't have it on there. Beer never has nutritional values well, on check there. one of the 12 cans. The cans don't have it on there either. They don't have to. Actually, they might. No, they don't. They always have warnings on it. You have to always go online to actually check calories in a, in a beer. Do you know that drinking beer may impair your ability to drive a car? What? That's because I, I put that on. Guess. I would have went and drove my car. That's good for me to put it on there. Now what you but, can do is drink beer while pregnant. I'll tell you what. I worked out on, I think, Monday. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, drank, I worked out, I think, on Monday and, like, Tuesday. And No, I think I didn't work out on Monday. I worked out on Tuesday. Wednesday, we played softball. Couldn't play sports for the rest of the day. I mean, couldn't work out for the rest of the week. I was sore? so fucking Dude, I was sore. sore as shit after volleyball. Dude, my arm was sore. My thumbs. I couldn't even fucking flex my thumbs. <laughs> like, picking up shit. Like, you have to use your thumb to pick up shit. Couldn't, like, pick up half the things that I can normally pick up. Damn, I wasn't that sore, but I was definitely sore. Well, that's just from swinging a bat wrong. If you, Dude, my if you leg- swing a bat wrong enough and hit a ball hard enough, you can break your thumb. Yeah. And that's basically what I, I just was like probably bruised, honestly, because I was just, I, I hit it really up on the, on the, on the screws, as they say. And I just, I, I need to be able to sit back and wait for a softball to come to me. Oh, I'm just ready to not play that. a team that plays softball on the weekends. That was pretty fucking lame. Oh my God, dude. Oh, are you saying you do, you get those hits where you just like feel your arm vibrate? Yeah. It's dude, worse with a baseball and a baseball bone. bat. Softball and softball bat, it's not as bad, but. If you've ever hit a baseball bat like close to your hands, slow that pitch shit hurts. Helps. Slow pitch softball also helps. Um, but yeah, I would say my health week would have been better. Although I did help somebody move on Saturday, like all day. Started at like nine a.m., went until six p.m. and sweated the whole day. Yeah, that so, helps. Yeah, i i did have I didn't have a bad week, but I didn't have the best week either. We had similar weeks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think that does it. Let's get into our top five, huh? Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. that's about it, right? We can cruise through this. Uh, top five coming from me. From Joe. Joe had the top five over there, sitting <laughs> sitting back there on the uh, the bed. Our peanut gallery, Joe. Uh, top five Olympic sports, Owen. Mm. You got a top five you can think summer of? Summer Olympic def- sports. Summer Olympic sports. Summer Olympic sports, of Okay, course. so... The Summer Olympics did kick off this week, for the record. So, number five, I've got the uh, the 4x1 relay oh, okay. in the pool. The 4x1 free. Oh, absolutely. It's electric. Yeah. I can still remember Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps killing that shit in 2008. Yep. That was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is... Uh, number four, I guess wrestling. Yeah, number four, wrestling. Wrestling's gone, I thought. No, it's back. Wrestling's yeah. back. They brought it back. Yeah, they brought it back. Enough people said, "Holy shit, you just cut the most Olympic Olympic sport." That's fair. And then yeah. everyone was like, "Oh yeah, 
And so they put it back. Uh, so number two, number three, skateboarding. The out of it. It's fucking lit. Did you watch any of it? No, I I honestly haven't watched any of it. So the uh, United States Olympic favorite actually didn't place in the podium, but some random kid named named Jagger. His last name was Jagger. Got the bronze. But the other two guys, uh, the, a French dude got second, and uh, a, a Japanese dude, Moses, got first. Got first. But the Japanese dude literally skated flawlessly. He, like, failed one trick the whole time. It was insane. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. So that goes to my number three spot. Number two, gymnastics. Both women's and men's. Just because my sister grew up doing gymnastics. I think this is your number three. No? You went four by one, number one. Number five. Yeah. And then number four, I said, um, wrestling. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you kind of glossed over it. Yeah, I mean, just wrestling. And then number three, I did skating. So number two is gymnastics, both men's and women's. But mostly the women's, honestly. I pay more attention. I'm more uh, attention to the women's scene. Just because it's honestly more important. Well, yeah. Well, just just because my sister did gymnastics, so I know a lot of the faces more. I'm more familiar with the women there. Okay. And Simone Biles is the fucking goat. She's nuts. Um, summer two that, but number one, and I think everyone who what, who's ever done track can agree with me. It's the four by one relay. Four by one, yeah. It's so fun. And just because you can, like, when they line up for the 4x1 and also the 100, you see the swagger of all those dudes standing there. And they all have their different little, like, act that they do. And America is really good for 4x1. And we killed it in, in, in London. Just absolutely annihilated it. But, I would agree, though. I would agree that, yeah. the four, the 4x1 or the 400 meter hurdles. Also a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any hurdle event has an honorable mention, but the 4x1 relay is, is the best Olympic sport. By far. So much fun. Um, only that sport do you have smaller countries competing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, like, there's stuff like archery, but, like, East Asian countries just own archery. So there's really no competition. It's true. But true. in the 4x1, Jamaica, Germany, Finland, United States, all have top teams. All pretty good. All have top teams. All corners of the globe have top teams in the 4x1. Alright, fair enough. So, that's why. Alright, so rank it again? So, I have the 4x1 in the pool, then wrestling, Uh then skateboarding, the new freestyle event. I like the five-trick event. Then, uh, gymnastics, specifically women's gymnastics, but also men's, but more emphasis on the women's at number two. And then number one, the 4x1 relay. Fair enough. Alright. Well, you kind of went, you went events. Yeah. You kind of mixed events and sports, but you mostly went events. Yeah. I was thinking more sports, so I'm going to do my list on sports. That's fine, yeah. Number five, handball. Like a handball. You ever played handball in, like, gym? Yeah. Love handball. Really fun. I'm going to throw it up there. Number five, honorable, uh, a shout-out to handball. Number four, basketball. I think basketball okay, in the Olympics yeah. is really fun, especially this year. Especially when, like, the USA doesn't have a dream team. Yeah, they're going to be sucking ass. Yeah, lost to France. Well, isn't there enough... Don't they have rules for the Olympics where it can't be somebody that plays a sport professionally? 
No, that's not true. Basketball, that's true in a lot of sports. In a lot of sports, yes. That's true in baseball, but for whatever reason, basketball is not one of the sports. Yeah. Yeah, basketball, they get to play. But they do have to play by FIBA rules and not NBA rules, which I guess is a different set of rules. I don't know. I've heard. It's a lot more lenient referee. Is that true? Yeah. Interesting. Which is why a lot of people are saying that America isn't doing so well, because... They're expecting calls. America's getting, getting a bit whooped on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basketball, especially when America doesn't have a good team, is a lot more fun. Uh, number three, water polo. Oh, wow. I played water polo in high school, and it gives you an appreciation for the sport. Did you see America annihilate Japan 25 to 4? Yeah. Uh, I think that was women's water polo, too. Yeah. Which is... A, the USA is actually ahead on a lot of women's sports because even with as bad of a track record as we had on giving women rights, we gave women rights a lot faster than, than other everybody else, did. especially in the sports world. That's why USA yeah. soccer is so dominant is because we let girls play soccer a lot faster than other countries did. Because America also was kind of like, we don't give a shit soccer, you can do whatever you want. Uh, let the girls play on your shit. Um, I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, water polo. Is basically like fighting for your life while in the pool, and then you have to also think about putting a, a ball in a goal. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so number three, water ball. And also, all, all those guys look like fucking Greek gods. Oh, yeah. They're fucking exactly. ripped. Number two, track. Yeah. I'd give track number... There's a lot of exciting moments. The, just the 100 race. Oh, yeah. Probably one of the more electric ones, especially when Usain Bolt was still going. Uh, the 4x1, like you said, is a lot of fun. 4x4, four four, a lot of fun, too. Oh, 100%, yeah. Uh, the hurdles, always... There's a lot of fun track events, too. You know, you get a triple jump. You get all the weird jumps and stuff. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, track number two, but number one. And the USA dominates this sport. And I love it. And I love to watch it, especially when we had, I don't know, the best Olympian of all time doing it, swimming. But swimming in the USA... When, when like, Phelps and Lochte and all those guys were really going for it. Oh, don't forget uh, Katie, Katie Ledecky. Ledecky now, right now, yeah. Well, she's yeah, actually I, second place to an Australian girl right now. Yeah, well, that, yeah. but oh, and that was also the 400 meters. The, uh, the, the fact that Katie Ledecky, though, can swim that, that exact speed, that got her second of the 400, she can swim that entire way in the 800 meters. That's true. She's not. Yes. She's Again, like, there's oh, a lot no, of. She's only going 1.6 meters a second in the pool. She can do that for a fucking mile. Yes, she's not. Yeah. yeah, and that's, and but just USA's dominance in swimming, I think, makes it so much fun for us. So yeah. We're actually not supposed to be dominant this year, but we keep putting people into the finals when we're not supposed to. Yeah. Germany and Italy and Australia are supposed to be really good, but we have continually put all of our swimmers that made the semis into the final this year. Yeah. Well, the USA is going to rebound here. We've got some swimmers coming up, but yeah. It's, uh, but the swimming, always always with the U.S. is a lot of fun. So yeah. So number five, handball. Number four, basketball. Number three, water polo. Number two, track. And number one, swimming. Did you see that for, uh, for skeet shooting? We have the men's and women's gold medalists. Yeah, our shooting's really good all of a sudden for no reason at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, American. Yeah, but I mean, like, other countries have been much better. Like, Italy and Germany, especially, have been dominant at, at those two sports. And this year, America took men's and women's gold. Hmm. Hmm. They literally did a, NBC Sports did a TikTok with them wearing their gold medals. Hmm. And they did some kind of, like, trivia. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, they fucking smoked your ass. Dark time. Well, did you see that, uh, fucking, uh, a random, uh, Tunisian got the gold medal in the uh the 400 medley this year he was in lane eight 
Hmm. Made the final by point oh. Uh, made the final by point one four seconds. In the IM, the no, individual medley. Yeah, in the individual. Swimming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. In the IM. That's insane. He made the final by point one four, and then from lane eight, like dominantly won, like by almost like like uh, by like a half second, which is <laughs> a lot of time in the yeah. race. Oh, absolutely. But like won won everything, and his reaction was amazing, dude. He was so pumped, like he couldn't stop smiling during his interview. It's crazy. He was like, yeah, like he yelled so loud that you could hear it on the mic. That's like, so funny. I don't know if any of you are watching, but did you see the, the Asian, uh, sorry, of the, the Australian girl's like boyfriend celebrate after she beat Asian? Oh, I thought that was the coach. I thought that was the Australian coach. I don't, I don't coach. know what he is, but the dude was like, fucking crazy. Yeah, he was. There was, there like, was a dude. Like, tore off his mask and, like, the, the, the event people in the stands. Like, oh, yeah, that was, dude, they were, they that, were, like, that, was, that was the coach. Yeah. That was the Australian coach. Yeah, this dude was, like, popping off. Huh. I'm so surprised I didn't hear any Saint Paul. I like Saint Paul, but the USA sucks at it. It was like Curling well, is a fun sport to watch. Curling's fun enough. But when America became really good at it, that was the funnest time it's ever well, been. Well, it's mainly because all the super dominant people at Sand Volleyball have retired. Like, Carrie yeah. Walsh Jennings didn't make the Olympics this year. Yep. She split off from, I think her partner's name was Rose, who is actually on the second ranked team right now with somebody else. But, I mean, like, the very dominant Olympians for this year in a lot of sports have retired. Yeah. So. I think this is the first Olympics without Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps might have been at Rio. I can't remember. He was at Rio. Yeah. He wasn't very good at Rio, but he was there. He, did, he still won some goals at Rio. He won a couple. Yeah. He did all right. Still the most decorated Olympian of all time. So. Oh, until Simone Biles comes for his ass. See, the issue with Simone Biles is that there's not enough gymnastic events for her to catch him. Yeah, she is. That, is that Michael Phelps won eight in one Olympics, and he did that, like, and he won at least gold or, like, silver or bronze in, in like, every nine or ten events, like, every... It's like, a lot easier for a swimmer to do it for 12 years than it is for a gymnast to do it for 12 years. That's also true, yeah. Because he won some medals in 08 and 2012 and 2016. Yeah, but 2012 was the big one. Right. Yeah, 08 was like his introduction. Right. No, 08 was his big one. That's the crazy part. He won a couple in 04 when he was like 15. Oh, that's right. And then he went crazy in Beijing. And then he was still pretty good in 2012, but he had a couple more silvers. And then in Rio, he was still fine. He was on a couple relays. He placed third and second on a couple things, but he didn't like win much. But that was it. Wait, it's almost impossible for a gymnast to do 12. Yeah. That is why the Russian the Russian gymnast, Oksana something, yeah. she's like, she's been in like five Olympics. Yeah. And she keeps making the Olympics, which is fucking up. She hasn't won anything since like 2000 when she was first in the Olympics. That's crazy. But she's like still doing the Olympics. She's done, she's made like fucking five. That is absolutely unheard of for women's gymnastics. And she's still fucking here. She's like 40. Jesus. Competing against like, you know, 15-year-olds. She's like a goat. She's the goat. Well, Simone Biles is a goat. But, right, but like, but, in terms of longevity, it's like... It's like a, Vince Carter. Exactly. She's exactly, like Vince Carter. Exactly. That's a perfect comparison. All right. Well, we got to get out of here. We'll do a pop culture minute after this. But a quick shout out, of course, Ivan Truman, the Steam Machine, Steam, S T E E H N M A C H I N E, on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, that's Joe in the background there. That's Joe Booty, B O U T T E B O Y, back there. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, 
Shut up, Joe. And then <laughs> the beast with the least over here on my left. Owen, Domination7, Dom. Owen? Yep, that's D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-7 on Twitch and also Twitter. And of course, if you are tuning in late or you uh, are like listening to this on Spotify, like, God, I wish I could listen to this on iTunes. Boy, do I have good news for you. This is available on iTunes and Spotify, uploaded uh, hopefully Tuesdays. I don't know, man. This is late. We'll see how we do here. Maybe. I'll probably still upload it. And also the much less used is it on Google Podcasts? I'm sure your service puts it everywhere. Probably. It's probably on Google Podcasts. like Google's job. There you go. Good enough. We're probably on Google Podcasts as well if you're listening to it. Who's uh, the Google Podcast? Oh, and you got a pop culture minute to talk about? Uh, I've got one. You got one? Yeah, I'll, go, I'll follow you. Oh, you'll follow me? Yeah, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. 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 Gordon Fan 15, we need to hydrate. All right, my pop culture minute is going to be about softball teams. What I will say is that we got absolutely throttled this last week. Absolutely throttled. I'm not. Af- I'm not afraid to say it. We lost. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. By a lot. It we lost. Too bad. It wasn't we lost by ten both games. Probably. Probably. A little less than ten, I think. We didn't get mercy ruled. But the issue. What I will say is that this team had weird rules. So I walked. And in slow pitch softball, you try not to walk because it's kind of fucking lame, right? But the guy literally just didn't throw me any strikes, and I couldn't bring myself to swing. They bailed me out a couple times by swinging at pitches that weren't in strikes. But for whatever reason, when I'd get up there, my brain would just shut off, and I would just take a walk, which was kind of douchey to do or whatever. But I had, like, guys chirping at me from the bench about the walk. The guy that was in the blue shirt. He struck out. He struck out twice. Yeah. Because he was chirping at me about walking. And then he went up there. I threw him two balls, so the count's three and one. Because in softball, he started out on a 1-1 pitch. And then I struck him out on two consecutive pitches. And I did, did that, I think, two times. Because he backed away from the plate to prove a point that he was going to walk. And then I struck him out both times. It was incredible. Yeah, he was a moron for stepping away from both those pitches. Yeah, and a douchebag. Because I think that was the guy who yelled at me from the plate. Also, this team had a weird thing where they were, like, being relaxed and stuff. But they were up nine runs and trying to, like, throw our girls out at third. And were, like, nailing them with the ball. That was weird. That was super annoying. I'm kind of... Well, so what I want to say is that we all get being cool while playing softball. You know, obviously there's unspoken rules or whatnot in any baseball-related game. But, I don't know. Draw a line somewhere or something weird. Don't... I don't know. If you have people that play weekend softball for every year, for the last five years, and X... And ex-collegiate players, maybe you shouldn't be in the second from the bottom league when there's five leagues. Yeah, maybe all the be Yeah, I think we're in the bottom league too. I don't think we're we're no, definitely in the. You he know. said we're not in the bottom league. Oh okay, but yeah, there are people wearing like we should have been in the bottom league. There's girls like wearing like their KU softball pants and have their shirt on. Dude, fuck off! And like there's like jerseys for the team. Well, and, and when one dude gets out because he hits three home runs, it's like okay, calm down. Yeah, right. They're hitting too many of your home runs, so they're getting out. It's just so stupid. I don't know. But that's my complaint. Draw a line. Don't be weird. That's what I got to say for you. That's all I got. Uh, I'm going to use my pop culture minute to hype up Battlefield 2042. Truman, have you seen the trailer? No. Okay, well, I guess you're not a huge Battlefield guy. Joe, have you seen the trailer? What the fuck? Okay, anyway, it's fucking hype. Solaire also hit two home runs tonight again. Yeah, he really really wants a spot on the Royals. He's not. 
you think we're gonna get rid of him? Yes. Anyway, Battlefield 2042 seems super fucking lit. They're going. <laughs> they have a. Uh, they have a game mode from it that lets you create stuff from all of the previous Battlefield games combined into one. So you can have like planes from Battlefield One flying against fighter jets from Battlefield Three and Four. Hmm. Like, World War II planes against fighter jets. Hmm. It's gonna be super fucking lit. Um, that will be fun. It's basically, the main game looks kind of like a Battlefield 4, Battlefield 3 reskin, which is basically what everyone wants anyway. Mm -hmm. Just another, just basically more Battlefield maps. But it's called Battlefield Portal. And so there's one game that's already been leaked called Quantity vs. Quality. It's four, it's a squad of four modern-day soldiers with the modern-day equipment from Battlefield 3 or 4 mm -hmm. against people with rifles from Battlefield 1, which Ooh. is, like, bolt-action rifles and, like, shovels and shit. So, it looks really fucking fun. I'm definitely going to buy it. Hayden and I are going to play the shit out of it because both of our favorite games of all time is probably Battlefield 4. Fair so, enough. A shout-out to Battlefield 2042. What? I have 15 seconds. Yeah. Sure, I give you 15 right, seconds. GTA Tuners update! Let's go! There you go, I'm done. I did What's it. the GTA Tuners update? New cars. Yeah, it's like an underground street racing thing. Yeah, and there's like a LS target where there's... I can make my car a ricer, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course you can. Like, can I like tilt my tires and everything? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you can lower your car. Makes you drive like shit, though. Oh! Truman, you might enjoy this. End of the races, where shortcuts are a thing. Oh! Like, for a pursuit races. Oh, yeah? It's literally, like, seven checkpoints across, like, Los Santos, and the farther you go, the more stars you get. Huh. So you can literally, like, have five stars. And just that would be cool. Yeah. That's, like, Need for Speed. That would be cool. I'm going to have to find some time to play video games. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. We do appreciate you stopping in here and listening to us rant and rave on sports and everything in between. Uh, from people that listen to Grub Buds all the way through Dom That's True, we appreciate you. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you following. And again, don't forget to hit us with an Amazon Prime. Either me or Domination 7 that does help fund the streams and things like that. So, all the things being said, uh, we do appreciate everybody coming in. Have a good night. Have a good rest of the week whenever you listen to this. We will see you next Monday for everything else. See you Saturday in person. Yes, sir. Owen's house, baby. <laughs>